Welcome back to another episode of Two Noobs, One Pod. Yeah! Yay. How's it going, Sally? Ah, it's going well, Andy. It's just a nice, uh, smoky afternoon in oh, the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, it's just everything's on fire. Our lives are on fire. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, That's true. Yeah, uh, it's Two Noobs, One Pod. It's the show where we, as noobs, want to take that novice mindset and learn new things about just life in general. It's true. It's true. We, you know, during the pandemic, it's been a little difficult to, you know, know how to spend our time. And so we're using this time to learn about things we know little about. So we're taking this new mindset. So we just, last time we learned about cryptocurrencies. Very exciting. Oh, yes. It's very topical. Um, We now have multi-billion dollar investments in NFTs and hopefully it doesn't crash and burn and take us all down with it. Um, I'm going to the moon. Every, every one <laughs> We're the all moon. going to the moon. <clears throat> yes, wonderful guest last week. Um, um, any new, any new uh, things that you watch? Yeah, you so like to you still have to watch Pig. Pig. When we last time we talked about Nick, the Nicholas Cage movie Pig, um, solidizing, you still have to see it. I know. I would love to see Pig. <laughs> I guess I'll have to. I don't know. It's on the it's it. on yeah. um, I just saw the movie, uh, the latest A twenty four movie, because I just watched pretentious shit. Is um, is Zola, which I don't know if you've heard about. It was like back in like two thousand fifteen. There was like this stripper saga that was unfolding over Twitter. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it was just an outlandish story that involves pimps going down to Florida for prostitution, and it just was most ridiculous. Sorry, I've ever heard. Okay, um, but. so a stripper decided to write a Twitter feed. Like she wrote some tweets on her experience, like during the experience, or was it a recap? I think it was a recap. I think she was like a, she was working at Hooters and wanted to become a dancer, and uh, she met this other girl who is where it was right to the stripper, and like then she just led her on this amazing, or amazing is an interesting word, but <laughs> a ridiculous journey. Um, but they finally made this like saga, internet saga, into a film. And it's uh, it's quite interesting ride. I, I recommend it. That, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that there, you can source shows for like topics for movies or content from social media threads or like memes. I wonder what's next. I, I, I shudder to think what's next, given the state of our certain social media. Hey, yeah, I know. They could probably do a whole one on like some celebrities' Twitter feeds as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. What are you watching? So, let's see. I finished White Lotus. Um, yeah, I've heard about this. I don't know what, what it, what's it about. Weeks ago. It's about uh, this a couple wealthy families that go down, or not just families, individuals, people that go down to Hawaii and stay at this fabulous, fancy resort. And they're just really struggling with their privilege. It's, <laughs> it's like tough, the entire tough. time. It's, yeah, white. Yeah, they, yeah white for the most white. part. Yeah, and then, um, it's their interactions with the staff. And uh, I know it's like, it's pretty hilarious. It's uh, like also a dark comedy and um, it's a little slow at first, but it picks up and it's cringy okay. in, in like a good way. Also, there's scenes of Hawaii, which I just, we all, wish we we all love. You know, Hawaii never wants us to come to No, Canada. and there's another, yeah, I think the governor today was like, don't come, please yeah, don't come. Right. <laughs> don't, <laughs> just, <laughs> never coming. My state is on fire, please, <laughs> please come to Hawaii. No, you cannot. Um, but yeah, no, I highly recommend it. I thought the 
this music that they had was fun too. Like when they're getting in these like petty passive aggressive fights, they'd have this like, mm-hmm. this like drum beats and like making it sound like this, I don't know. It made it sound like these kind of petty fights were actually battles between these people oh, it's with the music. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah. That's right. Yeah, White Lotus. White Lotus and Zolotus are two things. Um, all right. Well, on to the topic of this episode. It's very exciting. The drum roll earlier. But you want to the drum roll? Okay. <laughs> it's Dungeons and, and Dragons. Dragons. Now, I have never actually played Dungeons and Dragons before. Have you, Sally? I have. Okay, you have. Oh, Dungeons shit. Dragons before. Um, with our guest. Yeah, actually. our guest. <laughs> um, let's introduce our guest. Yes, um, I would love to introduce our guest. His name is Johnny, uh, and I know him very well. Uh, we date. <laughs> and he also happens to be a DM, which stands for Dungeon Master. Oh, wow, that sounds um, so nerdy. I don't know. That's it, it is. <laughs> um, and so, Johnny, welcome to the show. Hi, happy happy to be here. Finally, you know, two noobs, one pod. It's my number one podcast. Right, so make sure to like, like and subscribe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so Johnny, you're out here, dungeon master. Um, what does that mean uh, like, it, in practical? Uh, terms? It means that I'm a big enough nerd that <laughs> I uh, make up a world and invite people to come and play in it. That's basically all. That doesn't sound creepy at all. No. <laughs> it can be depending on uh, on how you guys roll, I guess. <laughs> Can I tell our listeners about the first time we played D&D? Or that I played D&D? Sure, yeah. Okay. So, the first time that I heard about D&D and actually understood what it was, was uh, we were on a trip and I got sick. Not COVID sick, just flu. And we couldn't leave our Airbnb. Uh, and so, John was like, Do you, would you like to play D&D? Would you like to play Dungeons and Dragons? I'm like, how would we play that? We don't have a board. We don't have, I, you know, there are all of these things that I thought we needed. He's like, you just need your imagination. <laughs> and some dice. You need some dice. And some dice, okay. And some dice, okay. And so we we kind of played a sort of very stripped down version, which, is, which Johnny will explain that is probably not official, but we played a version of D&D where it was just the two of us, um, where we created a character. He kind of like had these other characters and it was kind of playing like make-believe um, where you roll a dice to kind of determine your future. And it was fun. So that was my, like very, my first new experience with D&D. Um, and since then, nice. there's more and we're, and yeah, yeah. we have more questions. This is great because I'm actually, I've never played this game before and obviously I've heard about it. Like it's, it's got, it's, it's got its kind of roots in, in just pop culture and just people's lives. and. Honestly, like it hasn't been the most like positive. It's like kind of the, when I was growing up, it was the first thing people like pointed out. Like, oh, this guy's a nerd. Or these people are like weirdos who sit in their closet all day playing with dragons and I don't know. But how? Um, yeah. But there's so. It sounds like there's so much more to that. It's not. It's not what your people's conceptions are may or may not be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's a little bit of that, right? It's it's. Definitely founded uh, in like a lot of nerddom, right? Like uh, the original, I mean, it's called Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's grown over the years, but it's been around for like a really long time. It's gone through like a lot of changes. Uh, currently, I think we're on five, the fifth edition. 
of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's gone through a lot of stuff in the day. It's been for nerds. It was part of the satanic panic back in the day. You know, oh, well, that was satanic panic. Yeah. Right? I mean, everything, the bar for being part of the satanic panic was pretty low back in the 80s. But that's all right. Just, I think it still is now, today. So we're on the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons? We, we have been for a minute, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? How long has it been around and how is there an edition? Uh, so basically the rules have just changed and updated and been rebalanced. Uh, I, you know, I had, I never played money, uh, but I've played games based on like the, the Gagaxian system, which is like the guy who created D and D, uh, which is oh. like a much harder rule set than 5e. 5e is a little more accessible than it used to be. It used to be expect your character to die. And now, now they're a little, they're a little bit more survivable basically. Okay. Let's take a step back. Actually, that's just for our listeners who don't know what this game actually entails. Can you can you mind giving like just like a quick yeah. layman's explanation of what this game entails? Sure. Uh, I mean, it's it's not too far off from what Sally was describing earlier. I mean, basically, we are just kind of getting around and playing make believe together. Like Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's exactly what it is. It's it's just imagination. Um, and then the the fifth edition is the rule book. And okay. the rule book is kind of the balance, right? It's uh, when you roll these dice to determine your future, like Sally was saying, uh, the rule book kind of just gives you a foundation for like what those things might look like. Uh, like what a good difficulty check should be for the dice. It also just gives you like an idea of what the spells should be. Uh, obviously, most of the time you you can make you can change the rules because it's, it's up to the DM basically, whatever we agree upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's good to have a foundation. So when something comes up, uh, we're not just treading water. We have like a, a good rule set to fall back on. I see. Okay. So it sounds like, yeah, as the, as the dungeon master, the DM, it's like, you're kind of the, the guy who's has needs to have like a really good imagination because you're kind of interpreting this rule book and creating this like story. Like we're basically playing an interactive story, right? That's yeah. yeah it's, very, it's very much, uh, you know, like any, RPG, if you've played a computer game, RPG, you've, you've probably played something that is at least fundamentally... Sally's in what RPG is. Um, a role-playing game. Like we play roles, right? Yeah, we play a role. Okay. Basically, you're acting. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a, lot, it's a lot of improv, basically. Um, <laughs> the, the, by being, like, my, my job is to uh, be where kind of the rubber meets the road, where you guys want to go on whatever fantastical journey you guys want to go on and I kind of enforce the rules and the consequences and you know kind of spur things along. It's like the MC at a party or like a Yeah, that's actually a really great way to put it up. I'm yeah. MC. He's MCing like this this story that we're make believing in. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. So you're also kind of the ref too, right? Like Yeah. There's definitely like like the referee, you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, he's like the yeah. So the whenever something, whenever you guys want to do something, I'm the one who kind of gets to say yes or no. I, I personally, as a DM, not a huge stickler for. I, I like shenanigans. I like when guys do something creative and try to bend the rules a little bit. Uh, but as long you know, I'm just there to make sure it doesn't go too far out of balance where you guys are breaking the game. Um, that you're you're successes are really based on like decisions and luck and not just like, I want to do this, so I'm doing it, you know? Mm. Okay, so yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of, I guess, power in this dynamic, which is good. I mean, I think, yeah. Yeah, obviously in certain games, you have a bad DM, they'll abuse that power. Um, 
But you know, if you're a good DM, you 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 want, I want you guys to be successful. I want you guys to, to have fun and do what you want to do. Uh, part of the fun though is is just sort of there being stakes and consequences to mm-hmm. your actions. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, that's kind of my job is to both you know encourage you to do what you want to do, but also sometimes things might not go your way, and kind of in, in, in injecting that drama into the story we're telling together. How did you first get into doing Dungeons and Dreams Dragons or doing like the DM role? Were you playing with friends and you're like, yes, I'm going to be the DM? Yeah, no. Uh, so I've, I've always been a nerd. Uh, that's been like a lifelong thing. Um, but I had some friends uh, when I was in my early, early 20s who were playing and budding a new game and I, I kind of fell in love with it then. Uh, and, you know, as I played more and more and moved to new areas and kind of bounced around the military and like lost that friend group I was playing with. Mm. Uh, it was kind of like on me to be the one who kind of made the game at that point, uh, if I wanted to play still. Oh, so you were, like when you first started, you weren't you were, you were, like DMing, right? Or no, not? but it's but, been- it's, But you got to become that because of circumstances. Yeah, basically circumstantial. Like I had a really great DM when I first started playing who, uh, you know, like just played had some really fun games. And you know, when I lost that, it was, well, if I, <laughs> want to keep doing this, it might be on me to do it, you know? Because it is a little bit of work. No, I, I'll be honest, like, this sounds like a lot of work and I probably wouldn't do this myself, but I think uh, good on you for, for you know, picking that up. This is, yeah, it's an important role and it's, it's it seems hard. <laughs> yeah, it seems hard. There's a lot that you have to think of on the fly. Um, and what? Um, oh, is it common for groups of people to like look for a DM. Like, is it, um, because you can't play with that one, right? Yeah. So are you like- You go are, pay for them? Like, yeah, you I mean, you're the singer of the band. You're the picture of the team. You're the, <laughs> you're the star in the You're song. the wedding DJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've also seen people advertise doing um, like DM jobs for like corporate, like, parties and that kind of thing now that we're with them. Um, yeah, oh my gosh, no. And so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just curious to like what the demand is for someone with your skill set. Um, with with my particular skill set, like probably not very high. Uh, oh, don't so short. There's no bar to being a DM. You just have to like have access to whatever rule book you're using, um, be it Dungeons and Dragons or Savage Worlds or 40k stuff. I have no idea. That's fine. These are, <laughs> these are all great. Like all different games you can play. There's like all uh, pen and paper RPGs, which are RPGs that are done primarily how we're going to do it later, which is you're writing down things, we're making it up together. There's not a board that's preset. Um, so a lot of make-believe. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all make-believe. Nice. So it's not like, yeah, you don't need, like, it's not like you're passing your bar exam alert to be a DM. You just kind of do it. You're yeah, not, like, you just, you you just there's no, like, online certification. Yeah. I mean, like, realistically, <laughs> what you're going to be. I, I would imagine that, like, becoming a DM is probably one of those things where, like, you probably have to have played it first, but, like, you know, at, at some point, somebody was the first guy to be a DM, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's just an interest is all you really need to have, uh, a little creativity, and uh, kind of a willingness to just bullshit with your friends. That sounds fun. Bullshit with your friends is always a good time. It sounds like a very specific skill set, even though an A1 would be one, I feel like there's not, there can't be that many good ones, because I feel like this is, this is a lot of like, you know, imagination, improv, you know, being able to keep people in line, probably imagine one not. Like what kind of qualities do you think make for a good DM? Like I feel like you know, having played with them. Yeah, I think I think the best DMs I've played with uh, are 
Creativity cre cre is huge, but also uh, being able to uh, hang out with your characters, really kind of get into it, like learn to sort of like be empathetic, even for these like kind of made up characters and play the roles a little bit. Um, like the better you are at actually playing the role is the best DM you're going to be. Um, and like kind of removing yourself from the game a little bit and kind of getting into it. Um, for instance, one of the bigger challenges as a DM is like I also am the challenge, right? I'm the guy mm. who's coming to to stop you in your quest or to kill you, mm. uh, and to like play that role authentically can be a challenge because you know you're my friends and I like you guys. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't actually want to ruin your day, but being able to you know a DM who can kind of do that without being an asshole uh, is kind of the big rub. Like not punishing your players for playing the game, but sort of you know playing the, the game with the people, not kind of against them. Yeah, you know? it's not like you should be like running our government. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> or all the governments, not, we're good DMs. Not qualified for that. <laughs> I, you'd be surprised, all the quality is mentioned are that. Um, what do you think makes for good players? Like, because I'm sure players can be yeah, Honestly, it's the same, same quality. Thing. Being able to be creative, kind of roll with it, but also the same idea is, is being able to play your role, playing your character to, like honestly, not trying to uh, to beat the game and kind of metagame it, but to to really sink into your role and, and kind of fun with it. Like the goal is to be having fun and being silly, uh, kind of and just to be bullshitting with your friends. Legitimately, I've said a few times. But that's kind of the fun of it is you're just telling a story with your friends, and the more people participate and like kind of jump in on it, the better the game is going to be. The more fun it is to play. For everybody, myself included. Yeah, I like that. It's more about the journey than yeah. the destination, and it's about the friends you make along the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put, all the, put all the cliches on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and do, so, do you mention rule books and like guidelines? And it sounds like do you like usually make up the stuff you you you. So there's several ways to do it. Um, you can so the rule books that exist. There's like a player's guide. There's a DM's guide. These are just the, the set rules of just how you're gonna roll the dice, how you're gonna build your character, uh, and some tips and stuff like that. There are campaign books uh, for every every different type of rule set you can get. D&D has campaign books where it's a predetermined campaign that somebody else has kind of written. Um, I like to do what's called a homebrew, which is like I make up my own campaign uh, with my own like tweaks to the rule set, uh, as well as like own storylines, own settings. Uh, it's just a little bit more fun, a little bit more creative than kind of just doing a choose your own adventure book that's been pre-written for you. Mm -hmm. uh, it just allows for like a little bit more creativity uh, for both the, the, the players and allows me to kind of come up with like more interesting settings in our, in just the general fantasy setting. Not that fan there's anything wrong with fantasy, but as you'll see, you know, as we're, as we play the game later, uh, you know, it's a departure a little bit from from like the you know Middle Earth type of fantasy. Nice. No, it's for people to be able to do that. I think it's not easy to like kind of like get away from the established kind of rule books and templates and like add your own flavor to it. I think that's that's impressive. You know, as a yeah, and it's fun to bring things into like modern times or have like different contexts to build these characters as well. Um, I think we played a game that was set in oh it was like a like a high school music not high school music <laughs> like a high school eighties mm -hmm. uh, type of premise which made it really fun because it felt like a little throwback uh, yeah um, <laughs> so you could have all of those references if you wanted it so 
yeah, I love the idea of having those options to kind of think, okay, yes, it could be fantasy, but also it could just be like, you're almost like making a movie. Like, what yeah. do we want? where do we want the movie to take place? What type of characters? Like, what is the world that we're going to be in? Um, and that seems like a really fun part of being a DM. Oh, definitely. That's one of the most fun is creating the world, right? Because you get to set the tone of what the campaign's going to be. Is it going to be dark and scary? Is it going to be light and fun? I personally like prefer my campaigns to be silly and funny. Mm. Uh, with like, a little <laughs> bit of drama injected here and there. Kind of drama. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't like to be action-oriented in Doom and Gloom. Or, you know, the horror could be fun, though. I'd be built to one of those one day. Nice. Yeah, this is actually eye-opening to me, because I always thought that Dungeons and Dragons was literally just like fantasy, like dragons and wizards and fighters and stuff, but yeah, it really does sound like you're, just, it's, you're literally making your own movie like Sally said, or your own TV show, or your own series of... of yeah, you're just kind of adapting the rule book to what you think the movie that you, or the game you want to play, basically, is the idea here. Nice. Um, and then one last question before we get into it is, I just want to know, like, hey, what's your, do you have like an all-time favorite thing you are, campaign you've you either like kind of overseen or played in? Like, what's kind of like, what been your highlight in, in your uh, D&D uh, career? One of my favorite campaigns that I, I got to run, and Sally was part of it for a bit, uh, we were uh, an intergalactic dance troupe it was the oh. setting. Yeah, so yeah, there was no fighting. Everybody, it was a dance off. They would have to fight other dance dance battlers. So you dance uh, dance off. Like, yeah. So all the skills and stuff would be rather than being combat oriented, they were all dance oriented. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It was like you got served space edition. You got served like so people are like the classes at different like like break dancing or like yeah. ballroom dancing or salsa yeah. dancing and they had to dance off. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody died. It was just, you know, their minds were so blown by dance moves that they gave up was, yeah. uh, was the, the spice on that one. You know, I think the world just could use dance offs instead of war. I think that just oh. wouldn't. Just all put, if we could just go to Jack Anderson right now and just throw down, <laughs> I think we'd solve a lot of problems. I, I, I instead of what I said earlier, I think just more DMs should be in government just because this is the I, I don't, I don't think that that plan would work out very well. <laughs> I think that that would be very bad. Um, no. Well, give it a shot. Um, Alright, so yeah, so today we're going to actually start our game going. Uh, I think the first step is we're going to make our characters for this campaign. Yes, um, we get to make characters. Yeah, um, I guess, but, but before we characters, I think, does it make sense? Yeah, Johnny, you have like, an idea of what we're going to, what kind of scenario we're going to be in? Like, what's, 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 what are we going to do? We're not dancing off, right? Or, or, in, or, world. <laughs> in a world where, where there's two characters. <laughs> the... <laughs> So yeah, the, uh, the game we're going to be doing is going to take place right here in San Francisco uh, in the year 2121. 2121, uh, so years from now. It's 100 years from now. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I'm not going to tell you all the trappings right now, but uh, the world is, is going to be technologically based, so all the magic that uh, isn't uh, the 5 year rule book, the, 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 the reskin of that is going to be it's technologically based. Okay, so we're tech. Yeah. Which is very on brand with San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, where, where else would the tech boom be in San Francisco? Uh, some of, like, the real world has encroached, like, maybe the polarized caps of melt, how is San Francisco adapted? Uh, uh, how has the city changed? These are all questions we're kind of going to investigate and explore as we play. Uh, and kind of what we're going to do right now is figure out where you guys fit into this. Okay. Moment. 
Do we need to do we, do we, do give us a tease on what is there a conflict yet, or we don't know it? We just know the setting. We don't uh, know so, you are citizens of San Francisco. There is there is conflict in this world. <laughs> but the conflict is not super dissimilar from the kind of conflict we see in San Francisco and the surrounding areas right now, maybe just turned up to 11. Uh, I don't want to spoil everything. Okay. Some of that, some of the conflict, kind of like how the conflict in San Francisco is right now, is maybe you're not fully aware of what's going on at all times. Okay. Your character doesn't know, and that's the thing we can decide later as we go along, but I don't want to spoil it. Okay, okay. So there's like, I mean, just like, before we make our characters, like, should we like, I don't know if we should have this as our inputs, or should we just make our characters with, kind of, yeah, yeah uh, what we like. Yeah, so for this first section, because I'm not going to run through, through the whole thing, because I want you guys to be pretty thoughtful with your backstories and where you think you kind of fit into San Francisco. So we're just going to run through the traditional, like, first three steps, which are to, to roll your base stats, uh, pick your class and your race, and, uh, and, and give your character a name. Uh, and all the math and the backstory and all the things like where you're going to fit into the city of San Francisco in 100 years are things we're probably going to have to talk about at a little more length than we have for it in a kind of setting like this. Unless people want to listen to us talk about theoretical fictitious shit for like an hour and a half while we figure out where your character goes. <laughs> I will uh, leave a leave a comment if you want to see that. Yeah. Um, for now. Yeah, okay. Behind the scenes, in the extended podcast, we'll do a behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we'll do a director's yeah. podcast. Uh, <laughs> ooh, that's a good idea. We should get into that. So we should have like, but maybe have a paywall and have like the extra, after hours <laughs> conversations. Don't tell them now. All right. Oh yeah. Sorry. Well, that, that's why we're making that. Yeah. This yeah. Is, uh, this is secret pod stuff. Secret pod stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sal, you want to start with, with Sal's character? Kind of. Uh, what are we doing here? Yeah, uh, well, let's do let's do this first. Uh, tell me uh, the race you want to be. What what is your character? Are they a person? Are they uh, a kind of ogre? Uh, obviously, there'll be a tech reskin to that. But uh, you know what what are you as we start this journey? So I was thinking that I could be a vehicle, a uh, self driving vehicle. Uh, that has like an AI, so the personality is all within the car itself. Kind of like a smart home, it's a smart car, self-driving car. I, I love that. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful, it's perfect for this area too. It like, fits right into the setting. Uh, and yeah, like I would love to see that. So you are a self-driving vehicle and an AI. Love that. So How about you, Mindy? Do you know what you would like to be? Um. I think my character is going to be a uh, fat panda. Love it. Panda who panda. Um, who used to work in tech, but has been <laughs> jaded because he uh, lost a little bit no. of there. Fair enough. He he uh, he bought a Juicero. Oh, he's yeah. very sad. He can't get his uh, his smoothies anymore. That, that's 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 a big deal. It it's a big sucks. Deal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll to dive into how, how he came to be, but I, I love that as a base for a character. Uh, the next thing we want to look at is, is what does your character do? This is going to be your class. Um, Wait, so sorry, well, the, so the, our panda and our car, that's our, is that our race? That's your race. That's, okay, that's, so that's one of the things yeah. race, okay. Yeah. A race is like not a great term for it. I think like people, like the race is a loaded word, but you know, that's what it is in, in the D&D world. Uh, race isn't... It's like a category of character. So yeah. like wizard versus fairy versus sorry go ahead yeah uh, wizard is actually class well, actually. job <laughs> uh, but a uh, 
But like fairies, for example. Harry? Harry was born a wizard. Uh, uh, Harry was born a wizard, but this is not. We're not. We're not using that turf as our basis for for for, for fantasy anymore. <laughs> well, he's a human. Harry's a human, right? Is that? He's half. Harry's, Harry's a half blood. Oh, he's half blood. Okay. Yeah. I am not. I'm not a Harry Potter. But I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> he yeah. seems for the purposes of D D, Harry is a human wizard. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So these are just categories of characters. The race. Okay. Yeah. Is the race. So Sally's a self-driving car. I'm a and vehicle. Andy is a tech bro panda. Yeah. You're yeah, you're a bear. <laughs> oh bear, okay. Yeah. Panda bear, great. Panda yeah. Bear. Love it. Okay, what's next? Uh, next uh, is is class. Uh, class is uh, basically your job. Traditionally something like a paladin or a cleric or a wizard. We're in the sci-fi world, so you're probably not gonna be that. So what what, what do you do as a tech bro? What was your job, Andy? Uh, what do you do, Just being a lazy fat fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like my panda is uh, yeah. What, no, he, what's your skill set? What do you want to be doing? Do you want to be? He wants to do nothing. He wants to do nothing at all. He actually just wants well, to be sounds, the laziest. Yeah, thing it sounds like a, it sounds like a barter monk to me. A barter monk. Okay. <laughs> I, I, maybe a monk. You know, I can think yeah, of a little yeah. like, yeah, like a monk. Like, is very, like, like that. Yeah. Original. Like, like very. You know, bears are very powerful creatures. A lot of a lot okay. of martial prowess there, but also you know, a little bit of magic. Okay, yeah. I like that. A little, a little tech magic. Yeah, a little bit of tech magic. Yeah. Maybe, you know, he was a tech, but maybe he, uh, he's good at coding, you know? Okay. So. Can be really useful in this world. Okay, so I'll be a monk then. Hell yeah. Be a monk. Hell yeah. Okay. That's my class. Then. Let's do your class. Okay. And then Sally. Sally. How about you? What's, what, are you, are you a car or are you, are you doing something else with your life? Now that you're no longer tied to, to having to be just a vehicle. Yeah, no, that is a great question. Uh, I'm trying to think of what my what profession my car would have. Uh, <laughs> the car just drives. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe the car just drives, oh. but also maybe the car. Um, what if you like drove like VIP or? Mm. Don't don't limit yourself. Maybe your car is is uh, some sort of uh, like guru. Maybe oh. they're a Sherpa. Maybe they're shouting oh. people. Maybe maybe they're a religious leader. Maybe they're oh. a, a prize fighter. They can be anything. Ooh. You know? Maybe she's a premier hacker. I don't I don't know what she's up to. Or they. Know. I don't know what they're up to. Yes, exactly. Yeah, cars can do anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything you can do, yeah. your car can do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, After the uh, the civil rights movement of uh, 2090, uh, the AIs are fully Oh, they're still self-aware. So you can oh, do wow. whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. You know, you're no longer you're no longer just a car in this world. You know, you're whatever you want to be. Mm, that's a really good point. So these are all really good points. So I think what this car wants to be, and I think the character name is probably going to be uh, Jeffrey Tesla. Uh, Jeffrey Tesla. Jeffrey Tesla. Not Jeff, but Jeffrey. 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 Not Joffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Okay. So Jeffrey Tesla uh, used to be a regular self-driving Tesla delivery vehicle, but he's now realized that um, that he has a higher purpose, Ooh. that he wants to give back. Oh, um, he's a magnanimous car. Yes, he's a magnanimous <laughs> car. He has started his own um, his own movement to bring more self-driving cars <laughs> out of their jobs and to drive wherever they want. And so oh, he's like okay. kind of like an extreme 
um, an extreme driver, I would say. Uh, basically, it sounds like, like Jeffrey's a bit of a cleric. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What's yeah, a cleric do? What's a... Uh, cleric, the trapping is, is of a cleric is, is something of... Uh, we're gonna... We're gonna maybe not do religious things, but they're, they're a leader of people. They oh, yeah. are, Leaders. you know, uh, they're usually in like the D and D world. They're they're religious, but it sounds more like a Sherpa-y kind of thing. Maybe more spiritual than religious. Maybe moving towards like a you know an autonomous vehicle, like futurist. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah, Jeffrey could be a great motivational speaker. Yeah, um, that's that's the vibe. Yeah, he that is the vibe. He went huge on TikTok TED Talks. Oh, so he's always oh, he's a Gen Z. Oh, I guess uh, 2021, I don't know if there's Gen Z anymore. There's Gen, what, double A? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, we haven't figured out what we're on yet. Okay. Uh, 21, 21. It might not matter anymore. Things are a little bit different. Yeah, no more <laughs> generations. We're all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's all, it's all a hodgepodge. Uh, so now we have uh, the first two things. We've got, uh, we've got our race, we've got our class. Uh, we are gonna roll our base stats. This is the first uh, time that I think Andy's ever had to roll for anything. Like yeah, what, right? what does that mean? What does rolling mean? Yeah. Is, so, like, like, a biscuit or in a car or <laughs> you know, what do we got here? Yeah, it's very similar to a biscuit. You're gonna be rolling, rolling, oh, rolling. Nice. Um, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, so, when you're rolling up a character, which is a, a, a phrase that's kind of very familiar to pen and paper RPGs, uh, what you're doing is you're going to be rolling four dice. Wait, four dice? Four. Okay, so that's what we're rolling dice. Yeah, that's what it is. There we go, I'm the new here. Yeah. Okay, okay, dice. You're going to roll four d6, which is a six sided die, like a standard die that you're probably used to. Okay, so, d means dice. Dice. And, and the number is like the, the number, number of size. Okay, oh, that's easy to know. Okay, that's, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So you roll 46, you're going to take the three highest, and that's going to be one of your six base stats, which is going to be uh, strength. So, so for, we have a sheet in front of us, there's six stats here. It's strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Mm-hmm. So we're, so we're going to post out and just going to roll yeah, four, gonna, wait, so you said four D6, right? You're roll four D6. For each of these six For things. each of those. You okay. get the highest three, add those number to get numbers together, and you're going to assign it to one of your stats. Okay, so to do this, yeah. so we roll I'm the dice. And you roll each four dice. Okay. Do we roll them all at once, or? All at once. All right, we're going to just yeah. keep fishing here. All right, here we go. Okay, ah, ready? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, what did you get, Sally? I got eight, nine, ten. Cool. Now you have your good you assign it to one of your stats. What do you think? Do you think this ten is going to be strength, dexterity, constitution? Yeah. So after Does it matter? Dexterity. Like how? Like how? How should we go about assigning this? Well, is it just more personal preference, or like what? Is, what do these stats do for us? They do different things. Uh, if you'll look on your character sheet, you'll see that there are like little proficiencies. There's also your saves. Uh, saves are going to be if something attacks you or something happens. That it's going to be can you survive it? Uh, it's also going to be how good you are at something, right? So if you uh, have high strength, ten is not a high roll, Sally. It's like right in the middle. It's going to be a zero bonus. Perfectly average. It's okay. Not average. average. Uh, yeah, and it just tells you what your your roles are going to look like, how protected you're going to be, uh, in, in whatever these categories are. All right, I'm going to assign ten to dexterity. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, so I rolled a four, four, and a six. That's fourteen, right? I picked okay. up three. Fourteen's a good roll. Fourteen's a good roll. Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna do. I feel like a panda would have really good constitution. So if it's a good roll, maybe it'll get a constitution. Yeah, constitution. Now keep in what mind. What does that mean, actually? <laughs> keep in mind, uh, when we do our, our class and race, there are going to be little modifiers from your class and race that are going to uh, mostly increase your things, but there are a couple of drawbacks to being oh. a car, and there's a couple of drawbacks to being a bear. Oh. For instance, bears take a minus one penalty to intelligence. Oh. Uh, and. Cars take a minus two to dexterity. How do we know that? Oh, how do I know that? That's yeah, that seems really good question. <laughs> uh, so based on your classes, that I on in the rule books, uh, there are uh, class guides to help you determine. Oh wow! Yeah, what impressive that he like, thought of this off the top of his head. <laughs> uh, I I looked it up. Uh, it's that's why that's why I have a computer here. I'm like pulling stuff up as you guys are telling me things. I don't know. Uh, it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, Tell the listeners you're actually remembering. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the best DM ever. I memorized yes. all of Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, Car is actually a, a custom one that I had to pull from uh, somebody else's uh, work, which was the open source thing is wonderful. So oh, wow. it's already done a car. Wow. Uh, you also have a plus two bonus, uh, naturally to both strength, and you have a plus two bonus because you're an AI to your intelligence. So somebody else played a game with a self-driving car as their character? Somebody else played a game with a robot as a character, and I'm modifying it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. As long as I am the only one. Yeah. Okay, so, 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 you, so you picked dexterity for your, your role, right? So I'm going to, well, now that I know that, that maybe I should put this for intelligence because of the penalty for the bear, because my, my, bear, uh, my bear is smart because he's a tech bro. Yeah, he's gonna, be, he's gonna be really smart. So I feel like I should put this role for intelligence yeah. then. Also, as you level, your characters can continue. There's also, you can choose different things as we create your character later on that can improve intelligence and stuff like that and kind of offset. These are your racial and your class characteristics are things that are kind of outside. They're starting stats. They're things that are outside of your control, okay. but they're just starting. Everything can change uh, and as, as it goes. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still gonna put, I'm gonna put this 14 for intelligence. Yeah, 14 for intelligence, okay. uh, and then your, right. your modifiers are gonna come in later. Yeah, well, what are the modifiers? Yeah, don't worry about the modifiers right now. Okay. We'll, we'll derive those afterwards. Let's right. roll! Let's keep rolling, all right. Ooh, that's a good roll, Sally. What'd you get? I got 11. 12, 13, 14, 15. You only count the top three days. Oh, just kidding. Yep. I got 14. 14. Great, so I think I'm gonna do 14 for, let's see, strength. I wanna be really strong. Hell yeah. Nice. Cool. All right, so I rolled a six, five, and a four, so that's 15. Right? That's okay. wonderful, yeah, it's a really good roll. So keep in mind the highest you can roll is 18. Okay. Ooh, okay, so I'm gonna put, what, what, do we even, do we care about what these things do, each of these characters do right now, or should we just kind of um, go by what, what Some people what roll things? completely randomly. They just go each one and they just fill it in as they go and okay. let, let the fates decide what their character is gonna look like. Um, so it doesn't truly matter. Um, I would say a good roll for something that you wanna be good at and everything else, kind of just fill in as you go. This is really teaching us about nature versus nurture, too. You know, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you can overcome your natural, oh. you know, gifts. Shortcoming ones or... Shortcomings, exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. But um, you have to pick. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pick constitution for the sixteen roll. Are you sure? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing right now. Uh, I, that both both is a good thing to put. Constitution is high. It also makes sense for a bear to have kind of high constitution. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I have no idea what constitution means, but I feel like a bear would have high numbers of that. So. Yeah, I mean, like this dude just eats bamboo all day. He does, day, right? So he like, this probably takes some constitution to get down. True. All right, the second one's done. Keep going. Let's yeah. go. Okay, Roll let's talk these out. Again. Ooh. Oh no. Sally is not knocking out these rolls. <laughs> this is so sad. I got did you, my... Did you roll 18? I rolled an 18, but not to take away from Sally's not a thunder. <laughs> what did you get? Cool, Andy. <laughs> I'm not, not to brag, but I rolled an 18. Yeah, well, how about you go first, Mr. Okay, I rolled an 18. Well, 18, geez. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with dexterity for this one, because... I want like a, I want like a sh the shack of bears, the sh prime shack of bears, where yeah. it's power and speed. It's all, it's what it's all about is bear, power and speed. I love that. I love that. And Sally, what did, you, what did you get? So I got nine, which is quite low. And I'm putting that towards charisma because while Jeffrey Tesla is a motivational speaker, thought leader, um, he is kind of, he is still an AI, he is still a car. So, um, he does have a weakness with charisma. Um, he's a little flat with that, but, but that's okay. Yeah, not a lot of EQ, a lot of IQ. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. For, yeah. Well I'm said. Feeling this. Yes. All right, this uh, is halfway right. done. Yeah, we don't have two, three more rolls. Let's Do roll it. again. Oh, I have to re-roll. Re re-roll all those. Sorry. Ah. Uh. All right, so I think I got a three, four, three, and the last one's two, so I'll remove the two, and that's, that's, I can't count, it's ten, right? Ten, that's ten, and would you get Salamander? I got eleven. All right. Great, so eleven is going to go towards Constitution for me, because I want to have some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta have some sun constitution. It's gonna it's gonna just be there, so Right. Um, <laughs> um in my ten I'm gonna go with strength just because just because. You're lazy there. You're, you're about speed, lazy. You're about speed and constitution. Yeah, speed of not doing lifting. nothing. Yeah. Yeah, no curls for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ah, for this one. Oh man. Okay. Alright, two Next more. One. Two Here we more. go. I keep rolling ones. What is the deal? Okay. You, listen, you are below the standard distribution by so much. <laughs> I got a five, one, and a one. So Ooh. I have seven, Ooh. which I guess will go to, uh, oh gosh, okay, wisdom for me. What about you, Andy? All right, I got a five, two, four, and five, so that's 14. Okay, uh, I'm just killing these rolls. Okay, yeah. I, You're very lucky. <laughs> I, it's, it's it's skill. Yeah. It's skill. You are you are beating the standard distribution. Yeah, Sally is not. But I think between the both of us, we are standard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm this. friends with the DM now. Oh, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> All right. So a 14. I want to put this for charisma. Because who doesn't love a panda bear? Who, who doesn't want to hug a panda bear? All about yeah. it, even though he's lazy. We're actually a good pair. Uh, your, your charisma and my 
you know, we're, we're just gonna kill it. Yeah. <laughs> could, could, could my pan, my panda's name is Pancakes, by the way. Um, yeah, he's, that's a great, it's a great name for him. Um, would Pancakes fit in Jeffrey? <laughs> could you take him for Let's a ride? Let's take this offline. <laughs> Twenty ten, uh, all vehicles have to be uh, panda bear size. Not too. That's actually oh, that's part of the SF. Yeah, that's from their laws. Yeah, yeah. Things are very. It's a very progressive city. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, now last roll. One more. Much better. That's a really good roll. Did you roll an eighteen. I did. Nice. Oh, you're gonna have crazy good intelligence right off the bat. That's your last. Wait, it's funny because I am intelligent. You are. Yeah. I mean, you were Jeffrey. I'm Jeffrey. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that just blew my head. You are Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we got intelligence to the moon. Yeah. Gandhi. All right. So I rolled a three, two, three, four, and I think that's a ten. I can do math. He's mathing. That's 10. Yep. That's 10, right? So my last step is wisdom. Yeah. He's got a 10 for wisdom. Okay. So what you're going to do now, All right, what are you doing? it's the last step in, in your steps. You're going to take the numbers you rolled. Okay. You're going to divide them by 10. Or you're going to minus subtract 10 and divide that number by 2. Part way through, we add them all up? Or? No, just oh. each, each one. Oh, each one of them. Okay. You don't add your modifiers that are your, your race modifiers or your class modifiers to this. That'll add afterwards. Wait, go with it. So, what are you? Each, so, each of these numbers we so just rolled. One, only the numbers you rolled. So the numbers I said, like the plus two, don't, yeah. don't add those. Don't worry those about that. Okay. Those are at the end. Okay. So, divide the numbers that you rolled, or sorry, subtract 10, yeah. and divide it by two, and that's going to be your modifier. Okay. So, for strength, I rolled a 10, so I subtract 10, then divide by two, it's zero. zero. So, you have a zero modifier. Okay, so 18 would be uh, four. Yes. So four, okay. I think I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> So I had a 16 constitution, that's 3, 14 for intelligence, that's 2, mm -hmm. uh, 10, would be a, 10 would be 0, and then 14 again is 2. Mm -hmm. And then now you add or subtract those racial modifiers. For instance, you're going to subtract 1 from that for your, uh, for your intelligence, okay. and you're going to add your other, uh, your other proficiencies. Okay, so. Question, what happens if you have negative? Ooh, so this is, this is what these modifiers are going to do is everything in, uh, as far as like actions that you're taking, attacks that you're making, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, what the beauty of the system is you're rolling a d20 for all of these things, right? So when you roll your d20, if you have a minus one, if you roll an 18 and you have a minus one, you roll a 17. If you have a plus two, that's a 20. Okay, so if we, when we actually play the game and we start rolling the dice for certain things that happen in the game, mm -hmm. these modifiers will have to, or like will be added on to those rolls. So those additives added or subtracted from those rolls. Uh, we're not going to get into it now, but as you take proficiencies and skills and learn spells, you'll have further things that uh, will kind of parse that down a little bit more or, or change that up a little bit. But these yeah. are your base stats. Okay. All right. So for just to recap, so my bear, my panda is minus one for intelligence, right? Minus one for intelligence. And what was his other one? Let me have to double check real quick. I have it pulled up. Uh, you're gonna get plus two to strength. Plus two to strength. Okay, so that's a plus two. You're gonna get plus one to constitution. Plus one to constitution. You're also gonna get minus one for charisma. I forgot. For about charisma. That. Okay. But you're getting a couple. You're getting three additions and one uh, and two subtractions basically. 
people love a panda bear, people are also scared of a bear. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh -huh. Alright, so that means my strength uh, would go by 1, my constitution would be 4 plus 1, and then my charisma would be minus 1, so it would go down from 2 to 1. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, yeah. and the hang of this, this is yeah. as... And hey, there's a few more things we'll have to do, or we can do all of those offline. We can ask, I can answer more questions as we go. Oh, okay. So, is that it? Or else, we, or is there a... There's, there's a ton more character creation, but a lot of that's just things that you guys need to think about. I want to know your motivations. I want to know what their day-to-day -day is like. I want to know what they want to be doing later. You know what I mean? If there's one oh. you're passionate about, right? You, you, I want you to get into this character and figure it out. And that way I can weave you guys into San Francisco 2121. And and come up with a way for all of you guys to come together and go on an adventure. That sounds exciting. I can't wait. Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the little car that could, the little engine that could. <laughs> Jeffrey. Are <laughs> 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 we doing the theme song for Derek? I love this. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I'll play it for you later. Nice. <laughs> okay. um, for our, yeah, when we start the game, I think we have to play Jeffrey's tune every time he. Thanks so much for joining us, Johnny. Yeah, this is me. I'm really excited to play with you guys and see what, uh, yeah. see what you guys come up with in this world. This is exciting. I, this is definitely my first time playing, and it's it's not as uh, I don't know intimidating as I thought it was originally. I think I just assumed a lot of numbers and having to memorize a lot of stuff. Yeah, but no, it's honestly you write stuff down, you roll some dice, and then I kind of tell you what happens. <laughs> yeah, just and I think I think at playing, I think it's great having someone like you who's basically running the show and it, <laughs> it actually takes a lot of work off of me i think or uh, players and i think that's oh yes. that's interesting that's awesome cool is to have fun exactly yeah thank you for coming on and letting us you know pick your brain on the dungeons and dragons world it's been lovely having you yeah definitely learn some things and yeah we'd love for you to come back so we can do more with our characters. Yeah, I think uh, maybe in future episodes we'll start start the game and kind of go through maybe some some actual storytelling. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It'd be that would be a lot of fun. I would love even if we don't do it on the, on the podcast. I'd love to play with you guys. So for sure. Great. All right, that's All it for another episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, and yeah. leave a five star review. Leave five stars, <laughs> and we'll see you in the next one. Yes. We're out. Bye. Bye.